Hi, everyone, and welcome on the Good Data Morning Show. My name is George. And I'm Deanna. And today we have an amazing show that we're going to talk about. The best data governance tips for non-IT leads. I like that. We're, we're syncing here. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right, so this, this topic is really dear to my heart, and I'm really looking forward to, to hearing our guests speak about us. And please do ask your questions and take advantage of this session because Mario is really a... I would say a treasure chest of knowledge in this area. Well, and not only, but especially in data governance as well as AI governance too. If you haven't watched our show with him from last time, I think it was about a month ago in maybe November, definitely do do go on our YouTube channel and do watch it. But without further ado, let's bring Mario on. Hello, Mario. Hi, George. Hi, Diana. How are you? Good, good. We're good. We're very happy to have you again on the show, Mario. I'm pleased to be here with you and uh, with the audience. Thank you for receiving me. It's what? our pleasure. I would like to introduce you. Yes, so Mario please. Canton is the founder and chief data strategist of Podago. His focus of the last 10 years has been data and analytics governance and more recently on how to use governance to mitigate the risks created by the pervasive application of advanced analytics and artificial intelligence. Working with international organizations like Gartner and industry thought leaders, Mario developed the lead data governance approach and the subsequent lean data and analytics governance operating model. Last time we had him on the show, Mario guided us through the AI governance. Today, as George mentioned, and I mentioned actually, George <laughs> is going to share, uh, Mario is going to share the best data governance tips for non-IT leads. We're very happy to have you here again, Mario. Welcome. So Thank Mario, I, this week I've attended, I think, three different sessions where they talked about the upcoming trends of 2021. And they were targeting different areas, but there were a lot around data, as that's my interest, technology, but even just business areas in general. And all three, they mentioned data governance, that it's something that it's really just exploding even more than before. And it's something that next year it's expected to, to grow considerably. So, you know, why don't we start with the basics, right? Why don't we start with... Um, yeah, what is data governance and why is it important? It, it it is important, and 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 uh, George, I I feel this uh, an increase. I also feel an increase interest uh, toward uh, data governance. So, uh, you know, even in this this COVID mode, okay, my my focus and uh, uh, professional focus is around governance, and and it's uh, it, it's 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 been crazy. Uh, you know the the interest and increased interest on data governance by organization. Mm -hmm. You know the, the focus on privacy, on security, on ethics. Okay, we feel uh, uh, really a uh, uh, an interest from organization into into truly uh, 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 embedding uh, data governance in their DNA and their culture, and and they understand a lot more. Uh, why they need this and why this is important. So this this is uh, this is uh, this is very good, especially since it's my uh, uh, business and professional topic. So I'm uh, I'm glad about this also. But uh, yeah. but uh, yes. So what is what is data governance? It's uh, yes. it's a good question. I remember I remember uh, like what is 
10 years ago, no, more eight years ago, okay, in, in different uh, forums and, and convention, uh, I, I was part two in, in, in different areas of the world. And, and in some of these conventions, you know, they, the, each participant was asked to write on the, on the paper, what, what is your, what, what do you, how do you define data governance? Yep. Okay? They were actually asking the, the, the audience about what is data governance because, you know, it's, it's kind of, of, of intangible. Okay. We, we understand the, the, the concept, but it's been, it's been a struggle and, uh, my, my take on this is, uh, you know, if you look at the Wikipedia definition of data governance, they talk about ensuring data quality. They talk about mm -hmm. implementing control. So it's very focused on, on the data and the quality of the data itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that's, a, um, that's an old uh, definition. Okay, in the sense mm -hmm. of, or I would say, restricted definition. Um, I like the one from uh, from Gartner. Okay, they talk about decision right and accountability to ensure appropriate behavior around data analytics. So, mm -hmm. okay, so so you know, from their perspective, it's not just data quality; it's it's the right behavior. So behavior around data quality but more than that okay so okay good news it includes uh, a priori stuff around privacy and around security around ethics it's not just data quality so uh, so i like this okay and decision right and accountability so i think that's the essence data governance is about accountability right? i like but that I, I like yeah. that you, you've summed it up in, in one word that's really comprehensive accountability and to your point with that exercise that he had to do with everybody writing their own definition, it also, you know, looks to me that everybody afterwards went online and, and published their own definition because when you Google what, what data governance is, you find all these very different answers from all these different organizations and websites. But I, I, I do like the one that you've uh, you cited and how it boils down to accountability. Absolutely, accountability. Now the question is accountability on what? Okay, mm -hmm. and I think there's a trap there. I think it should not be accountability on the data. Mm -hmm. I think it should be accountability on the behavior regarding usage and management of the data mm -hmm. because it's a trap. If it's accountability on the data, then it comes down to data quality. But, you know, it's it should be accountability on the the management and all facets uh, regarding the, the 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 management of data um but uh, you know i i think in order to have a, a definition of, of data governance that that you you can appreciate uh i i suggest to look at it from the why you need data governance okay and and then define what it should be from your perspective so why do you need data governance so uh, uh I was with a, a mentor of mine a few, a few days ago, and, and you know, poor data governance destroys business value. Okay, so I, I took note of this. I said, yes, okay, this is, you, you know, this is why we need data governance because if you don't do data governance, it destroys business value. Then that, that's a good reason on on why you would want to do data governance. So, 
the, then the question is, okay, why does it destroy business value? Okay, but I think it's quite simple. The data governance, we agree data is a, is a key asset for organization. Data, data is an asset. It's a key asset. We understand why, you know, you want as an organization, you want, you want to use data, you want to differentiate yourself, mm -hmm. you want to comply. Okay, so data is, 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 we understand it's a core asset for organization. We also know that without governance, this asset will be untrusted. Okay, if accountability on the data asset are not well defined, if it's not clear how it's managed, people will not trust the the the, the data itself. Right. So, so and who, what, what roles and responsibilities would be assigned to enable this trust? Absolutely. You know, if you're if you're a BI uh, uh, initiate a BI project, you're consuming data, you're exposing data. How will uh, uh, people consumer the data? How will they trust data? Okay, mm -hmm. it's not because you publish a data quality metric. They will trust data if the processes, the role and responsibility around the management of data are well defined, published, approved throughout the organization. If you consume data, you know where it comes from, you know who has touched it, you know who has validated, you know it's being compliant to different laws and regulation, then you will trust the data. It's not a question of data quality metric. It's a question of trusting is, is based on, on rules around the, 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 the data and accountability that needs to be defined. So, so. Yeah. And I think also on the experience, on the personal experience that you had with the data, meaning that if you use the data, it brought you good results, then you will continue to use it. And on the contrary, if your experience was a bad one with the existing data, then you will stop using it. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so, so the uh, bad experience might come in that sense. So without governance, the asset will be untrusted. Without governance, the asset will lack quality. You know, it's not, if it's not adequately managed, it will lack quality. And yeah. then you as a user will get poor experience regarding the usage of the data. You might trust the data, it comes out to be of bad quality. Uh, you, you, you will, uh, uh, you will uh, untrust the data next time because it will not yeah. have provided the expected business value. So Mario, so we understand this, this business value. Uh, as Elizabeth here is mentioning, you know, she, she takes it hard every time she hears of a data governance program that has failed or an initiative, right? She gets sad that upper management has no interest in pursuing it anytime soon. So why, why would certain data governance program fails and why wouldn't a management want to just really invest into it. And I assume that one of the reasons is the fact that they don't understand it very well. So uh, definitely listening to this to this talk and hearing your explanation and your your business case there uh, will hopefully help. Well, th this is a very good question, Elizabeth, and thank you, because it, it relates to why I'm in this business, okay? I, I was involved in, in many organizations uh, where, you know, they, they've put in place the data governance program, which just failed. Why did it fail? Because 
it did not deliver the expected business value. This is this is why it fails. Okay, you, you why do you want governance? Because poor data governance de destroy business value. If you put in place your data governance program and it does not deliver the expected business value, then you will lose the attention of the upper management. They will say, why are we doing this? Is it just because you we want to, to put a, a checkbox somewhere? So, so the challenge, and, and, and to, to loop back to the initial question, what, what is data governance? Maybe data governance should be, you know, the accountabilities and, and the processes on which the accountability apply to ensure that data related business value is delivered. So, you know, whatever it takes, okay, on accountability to ensure business value. So we need to define the, 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 the expected outcome and drive this, this the, the expected business outcome with, which doesn't approach, which doesn't happen. So, um, so, I think, and again, to relate to the question of, of Elizabeth of failed data governance program. So understanding this, okay, uh, data governance is about accountability. Okay, we want to deliver business value. So why does it fail? Because I think the the traditional approach to data governance uh, uh, basically is not driven by expected business value. You look at the wiki, uh, ensuring data quality, implement control. That's too restrictive, okay? This mm -hmm. will not this will not make your uh, a, a BI or AI initiative a, a, a success, okay? Uh, um, why? Because the, the traditional approach to data governance is let's put in place a structure, okay, to make sure Roles and responsibility are are assigned and addressed. So traditional approach would mean, okay, we need to define a stewardship network. Mm -hmm. We need to define, put in place a business glossary. We need to put in place data lineage. We need to put in place data issue management processes. Okay, you do this and you say, okay, the focus is really on quality, on literacy, and and you focus on this. The, the the problem is these this is just a fragment of what's required and in the end if you have an initiative that requires good and trusted data this mm -hmm. is not enough this is not enough so so traditional approach is to put in place a structure and then like hope for the best but that's a very reactive approach Okay, so so we need to step in the proactive mode around uh, data governance, and this is this is very required. So we need to link data governance to business value, and this is the way to drive data governance in order to get the upper management attention on the data governance. I like that, and you know what. So I have this course on data governance maturing models, and that's really kind of the nat that natural path that you do start in that reactive state. But when you do take a look at all this pathway that organizations need to take in order to mature their data governance program, it takes years. And I think to your point, I, I don't think we have time to to wait years for it to become a bit more proactive. So like you said, let's let's start with that mindset first and be proactive from the start by tying that data governance to your business goals. So I like that, thank you. 
and, and on this approach, and I won't go too much in that uh, that uh, perspective because it's it's a lot of concepts. But uh, I, I spent a few years uh, away, away back, thinking about the 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 the, um, the deficiencies in the current approach, and and the just to talk concepts a little bit. Uh, what I think is missing is a bimodal approach to data governance. Okay, so, what do you mean by so that? I think I think uh, the current approach is to put in place an enterprise approach on data governance. Yeah. I think we need to add an agile side to data governance. We need a way to connect this enterprise structural approach to the the business driver. And and these business driver not only they should drive the priorities, they change over time. So we need the, we need to make this agile. So what, what's what what's the operational model so you can drive your enterprise and structural approach, which is needed. I mean, I mean, you need this stewardship organization. You need the business glossary. But if you just have this, you will not deliver value. So we need a way to add to this a a, a more agile side. And, and this is not the, the topic of the discussion uh, today, but, you know, our uh, uh, approach, my, my approach to, to this is to use a, a business transformation driver as a way to drive data governance priorities. Let's say you're an organization, you're, okay, let's take an example. I work with a, a big telecom company. Okay, they uh, they have in their their core objective they want to increase the number of product per client. Okay, for for their current uh, uh, phone uh, uh, consumer. So in order to achieve this objective, they need to define this notion of households. Okay, so this implies master data management processes. It implies, you know, linking clients together, not only yeah. uniquely defining them, but creating the notion of households, which is another layer of challenge. So yeah. this was the core objective of this larger telecom organization. So in order to achieve this, you need data governance, but you don't need everything. You need data governance on, uh, on specific data topics for sure, but you need certain aspect of data governance to be well defined. Okay, you need to clearly understand uh, data source processes. You need to define integration, matching, survivorship rules. So in order to do this, you need to clearly understand the role responsibility related to these processes. Mm -hmm. So the point is, uh, you can use specific business driver here to identify specific governance uh, element, governance activities, which are fundamental to the success of your organization. And, and then you deliver on this. Okay, mm -hmm. so the way to, to take data governance uh, framework and to find operational bridge bridges to business driver and link these drivers to uh, uh, required data governance uh, uh, processes. So, so in the end, it's very, very simple, you know, so Mario, look at, yes, go ahead. So Mario, would you, uh, so I, I definitely, I agree with that. And uh, like Rush is mentioning here, business value enablement is key driver for data governance. So you definitely need to, to tie back to, to that, uh, back to the business. Would you also say that, I mean, in essence, data governance is a lot about people. 
do you need to to tie this back somehow to what's in it for that individual in their particular role? So you do start at the top with the business in mind, and would you want to trickle down all the way to what is the goal for that unit, all the way down to what is the goal to that individual and how it's helping that particular role as well? Absolutely, and 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 you're you're right, George. I, I, and I, in fact, I think this is the key. Okay, so so. You have enterprise governance. You have a, 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 a chief marketing officer, a CMO who wants to do a next best offer. Okay, who right. wants to define the next best offer for his clients? So, what's his what, what's in it for him or for her? Okay, the what's in it is is achieving business objective so so in that case okay this this bimodal uh, uh, approach of uh, data governance or let, let's call it uh, um, uh, uh, lean data governance okay this is this is i think the way not only not only it's it's a way to to make it operational i i think this is fundamentally required so so the approach of lean data governance is Let's take this CMO example. Who wants mm -hmm. to uh, uh, next best offer? So, so uh, what's in it for the, the CMO? The CMO wants to achieve business objective, and in order to achieve this, he needs uniquely defined uh, uh, customer. He uh, 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 there's a need to to identify the current uh, product detention. I, I identify opportunities related to to uh, 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 sales opportunity for for the the, the, the client. So um, so from this perspective. Uh, okay, if we look at this objective of the CMO, the opportunity is to piggyback on these objectives and tie them to governance requirement. Okay, so in the end, it's about the individuals who wants to achieve an uh, objective. And the opportunity is, is to tie back data governance requirement and make them not a constraint to achieve this objective, to make it and identify what's required to achieve the objective. And, and this, is, this is where I think it, we step in, in in a zone where it's become, it becomes cool, okay? The perspective of doing governance in order to comply you know, I understand this. The, my my obsession regarding data governance is how how do you do data governance in order to truly drive business value? So you want mm -hmm. to be in that zone, and and you want the individuals to find success in this. Not only from okay, we're doing this and we're compliant. It, it's more than this. And in order to be more than this, it needs to, we need to break the boundaries of confining data governance to, to data quality. We need to enlarge it to governing all the facets of data management. So, so if we come back again to this example of CMO wanting to do a next best offer. So the advice I, I, I would, I would uh, give them. So you're a CMO. You mm -hmm. want to do suffer. So what can you do about it? Okay. Mm -hmm. the, the governance in the organization. Okay. You see there's a, a stewardship organization, data lineage. Yeah. Is, is that going to contribute significantly to my success? Not sure. Okay. So what can you do about it? So uh, my advice would be uh, um, 
to the, the CMO would be do not assume trusted data. So, so first thing, okay, do not assume that the data that will feed your processes and the, the output, do not assume that it will be uh, trusted. Okay. And this is not uh, kind to data governance people, but do not assume that data governance will make things okay, okay? Because their hands are tied, okay? They manage a glossary and data lineage, okay? They're not into all the facets and all the aspects required to, to, to make a, a next best offering uh, 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 trustable. So do not assume that. So once you do not assume that, you need to understand how untrusted data uh, might impact you okay so you you you're uh, engaging on on defining next best offer so so how untrust, untrusted data will impact you so as, as a cmo you'll understand if the data that feeds your processes is bad okay that's not good and if the output is not trusted not only from the quality perspective, but from security and privacy, how will it impact you? The idea is you need to own the business case to make things better. Remember this, this bimodal uh, governance aspect, enterprise governance, and then you have agile side. This is the agile side talking. This is business value at risk because of last of governance. So the idea here is you need to own the portion of the business case that's related to your business objective. So if you're a CMO, uh, uh, you, you need to uh, uh, understand the, the, the impact and how your expected business value will be uh, impacted if data governance is not there. Yeah, now, so to Mario, okay. sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, like like Frank he, uh, is men mentioned here that uh, he does agree there are multiple roads to Rome. Some take longer than others, but still deliver value. Obviously, we want a shorter road with the highest value, of course. And I feel that in, in part, we also need to find a way to operationalize data governance as well and see how can we tie in our, our processes in all these different areas that you've mentioned around privacy, security, data quality, and really all these data management areas and including BI and analytics and so forth. So, uh, and obviously I think Protago could, could help with that or part, part of it as well, right? Uh, definitely, you know, the, 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 I, think, I think the challenge is so many pieces, okay? Uh, and it, they're all fragmented. So how, how do you get a, a full picture of the, the, all the different uh, fragments uh, related to this? So it, it becomes a challenge. So uh, uh, at Prodago, what we bring is a process-based approach to data governance. Uh, uh, it, it means we look at the data governance requirements in terms of data governance processes, and, and we look at them from a, a detailed perspective. So data governance processes related to privacy, to security, to, to ethics, to retention. We look at the detailed requirements. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the advantage of doing this is it's, it's actionable. You, you can baseline what you have, what you don't have. Uh, uh, what you do is we take these detailed uh, governance processes and we link them to uh, a compliance requirement, laws and mm -hmm. regulation. So mm -hmm. you can decide what's important based on the, the, the data related uh, regulation that drives uh, the requirement. 
so Absolutely. yeah so I just want to sorry interrupt uh, Naima. Thank you so much for for your comments throughout the show. She, she does agree that showing the business value behind data is complicated and long, but it's really the only way to have that full support of the business. And sorry, sorry, Dan. I'll, I'll one second. I just want to mention that uh, I, I loved your example with the CMO. Uh, can we can we take another one from um, an HR perspective? Right. So, for example, when an HR executive wants to migrate an HR system, what would you say to that person? And I just wanted to say before you answer that, I think this is one of the key pieces that will help the data governance be successful when the CMO, when the HR executive, when all these people that have the, the decision power understand what business value they get from treating data as an asset, that's where as an organization has the, um, the opportunity to put the lights on the data governance as it should. So again, coming back to, to this HR executive, what would you suggest to him or her? Well, the, the, the first thing is, again, do not assume trusted data, understand how untrusted data will impact you. But but in all cases, okay, you own the business case to, to, to drive data governance in the organization. So one way to drive these requirements is through the management of data risk. So take, you know, as an HR executive or, you know, same thing for the CMO, look at your, your business objective and identify how data related risk will impact these objectives. So look at the, the privacy uh, perspective, look at the privacy related risk, the security risk, the, the data quality risk. So uh, uh, that, that's a clear actionable uh, perspective on this. So identify the, the data related risk that put your uh, business objective at risk, identify from your perspective, you know, as an HR executive who's, who's implementing a new HR system, identify the, 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 the data related risks from all these perspectives, privacy and other, and identify what's required in order to mitigate these risks. So, so identify throughout, you know, the, the implementation step, identify all the action, all the elements on which you can act as an HR executive owning the project and identify the prerequisite from the governance organization that you that might exist or just, just might not exist. So mm -hmm. the idea is to identify what you can, what you're going to do in your project in a very clear way to mitigate data related risk and identify the risk on which the data governance uh, organization should should act. Okay, so that become the the way that's the agile side of, of data governance. It's a way to connect business objective to data governance requirement to risk and risk connect business objective with the the data governance uh, requirements. So the, the the management of risk becomes a way to 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 piggyback on specific objective and drive data governance requirements which is which is the foundation of a uh, of prodego my company okay prodego initially meant a project data governance it's using business case of project to drive data governance but so what we find out is in order to make this actionable we had to define 
a whole registry of governance operating practices to facilitate the translation between uh, business value and objective and governance requirements. So we've defined a very detailed set of governance operating practices to facilitate this translation between business objective and governance requirements. So Mario, we have, we have a, a lengthier question here from Frank. Uh, you know, what would you, what would you suggest in the you know CMO CEO uh, discussion when there is unbalanced understanding of the topic? So for example. The CMO wants to drive it, but needs buying from the other, you know, C-level executives. And we don't have a reason to act at the moment. And CMO's budget and power is not strong enough to transform it on its own. The, this is a very, very good question. So I see, uh, you know, in, in the nice uh, schema around this, uh, uh, you have the notion of compliance you have the notion of risk and you have the notion of business value meaning you know this uh, the the next best offer initiative or uh, the, the 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 hr implementation where business value is required and where you need to embed data governance activity so in the end it's how to put light on the trade offs because uh, uh, frankly th this is exactly it okay but you need to to express it as a trade-off it's a trade-off between investing in uh, 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 governance uh, capabilities versus achieving business objective so i think uh, as as governance uh, leaders you need to facilitate this trade-off you need mm -hmm. to link you know, investing in building governance capabilities on the enterprise side versus achieving specific objective. So if, you're, if your business case to do data governance is just, well, because data is important and we need to govern it, that, that's okay, but the limit is achieved very rapidly. If you're able to connect your priorities to achieving business uh, objective and use element of risk as, drive, as driver to connect it, then you're able to put lights on the trade-off. So you can have the, 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 the CPU request capabilities around uh, consent and around uh, 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 element regarding data management, enterprise capability, and how the these deficiencies put business objective at risk so how do you how do you uh, uh, put lights on on the trade-off for for me it's it's really this and i've found the notion of risk to be a very powerful tool to express and say well this risk do you assume it or uh, you know do you, are, are you okay with this risk do, do you assume it do you accept it Okay, and and usually the, the people they, they won't accept the risk. And if you present data governance action as key mitigation element to mitigate the risk, it really becomes a driver to push things uh, forward. And we, we have another question here from Raj um, asking if data literacy needs to act as a foundation for effective data governance. Oh yeah, and 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 you know I like I like the the concept of of data literacy and 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 uh, uh, the fact that this is a core capabilities required to for an organization to to be literate about its data, understand the data. So I, I'm actually using data literacy and in uh, in and I'm expressing risk related to uh, deficiencies in data literacy. 
so so uh, uh, you know in an in initiative like the the CMO or or, or the, the the HR executive initiative you want to identify risk related to privacy to security to ethics and to data literacy so mm -hmm. so it's a very nice way to express how deficiencies in liter data literacy capabilities like we don't have a glossary. We don't have any clue about where the data comes from. No idea of the lineage, the sources, and the transformation. So, so these elements are risk to the project, and you're able to express deficiencies in data literacy as risk to business value. This is cool. Okay, this is a very smooth way to build the business case for a business glossary because you link deficiencies to interpret the data. As a uh, uh, as putting business value at risk, so I, I tell you, it uh, you know, having tried so so hard and see many uh, efforts to create and build this, um, this provide a very clear link between expected business value and data literacy requirements. So great, great question. Mario, you know, I'm curious about something. So as we're talking about all these C-level executives. Obviously, we need some sponsorship for our data governance initiative, program, way of life. Would you would you recommend an organization to try and get as many sponsors as possible, you know, C-level ideally, or should they just target the one individual? Um, I, 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 I like the idea of going for the, the strong one in the sense that, okay, you want to be iterative, incremental in putting in place your data governance capability, okay? So I, I like the idea of going for the, the executive where the business value is the most at risk, okay? So focused on where the pain is. Okay, so what are really the core objective of, of the organization? You know, mm -hmm. is it truly a, a, a compliance uh, uh, to uh, a new uh, uh, this new bill uh, C11 that's coming in in in, in Canada? Uh, so what's the driver? Okay, and whose job is the most at risk because of lack of governance? Okay, mm -hmm. well, it, you need you need to focus on where lack of governance uh, uh, you know uh, uh, leads to the the person not sleeping at night and and this is your ally so i i like to focus on uh, the, the 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 business area where the the, the business value is the, the most at risk uh, if your organization is doing ai and it lacks governance it will fail Okay, mm -hmm. and, and so so in in my case, uh, any organization doing advanced analytic and and complex uh, uh, model calculation or AI, okay, there's a strong case where this leader will want governance element to be uh, implemented. The the good news and 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 bad news at the same time is that is that. Uh, we found that with our uh, process-based governance approach, we're able to deliver value quickly. And the, 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 the one challenge we have is the other executive are coming in because they want the same thing. But our approach is first to focus on key pain 
and and keep business value at risk and then and then move to the next one be incremental demonstrate value in a small sector and uh, build incrementally the, the governance capabilities i think that's that's amazing advice it's great advice i uh, have another question here i think uh, something that's been on the lips of many organizations this uh, these past years is digital transformation mm. and there's this is a major undertaking there's lots of projects included so there's probably initiatives over several years what what advice would you give to these organizations how to on how to approach the data governance challenges um I think from a digital transformation perspective, uh, my advice is to consider the, the data governance challenge or the, I would say, the, the, improve, the required improvement in data management. So you have digital uh, objective, digital transformation. You know that in order to achieve this objective, you will put in place new processes. What you need to recognize is that in order for your organization to sustain and feed these processes, there are many changes that will need to occur within the organization in terms of privacy management and security and quality and all these perspectives on data governance. So the core, the key advice here is to consider these changes as part of your transformation challenge and challenges. So, so putting in place data governance processes and we're process-based governance here, putting in place these processes is a transformation challenge and address, address this as a transformation challenge. So, so, uh, so basically it's not people process technology and data as a transversal element, it's people process technology and data management as a transversal element and the processes that needs to be improved to support the digital transformation. So uh, first advice is considered uh, uh, improvement in data management as a transformation challenge. Second element is linked to the previous advice, meaning drive the, the, the priority based on risk, okay? Identify mm -hmm. which aspect of governance and which aspect of deficient data management put your initiative at risk so you're going to be able to address this not from everything needs to be perfect but from the the perspective of what's the business value that is at risk and and how does it uh, uh, put at risk the, the the business objective absolutely absolutely now uh, mario as we're we're approaching our end of the show i do want to thank you so much for letting us on this journey and explaining all these different areas and targeting uh, different examples and answering all of our questions and that of our audience. I do want to encourage people to follow you because, you know, you're, you're so knowledgeable in these areas that even if you don't want to learn, you would want to learn from somebody like you. And I also do like to encourage people to check out Prodago because they've been named Cool Vendor of the Year by Gardner for a reason. And please go check them out and find out a little bit more about their, their offering. Mark Eric here is mentioning that you also have an executive guide on data governance that you can download for free, which I think it's a great resource. And I've, I've looked through it myself. And I, I do, again, encourage everybody to uh, download it and start learning from it as a, as a first step in embarking on a data governance journey. 
And I also want to suggest everyone to connect with uh, Mario and also connect with Mark Eric Larock. Um, there are bodies of knowledge in this area. Absolutely, absolutely. So Diana and, and George, uh, thank you so much for uh, for this discussion. This is, uh, as you can uh, see, uh, I, I, I think uh, I'm, I, I like this stuff. It's a pleasure to discuss this uh, with you uh, every time. Thank you very likewise, much. Likewise, likewise. And yes. thank you again for coming back on our show. Uh, and, uh, and I want to suggest that you two go into Wikipedia and you change the definition. Update it. Update the definition. <laughs> Apparently, it's badly needed. And you no, have no, no I to do it. it. It it helps to explain what's bad. No, no. no. <laughs> good. <laughs> Otherwise, he couldn't reference it in shows such yeah, as ours. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening, for being here, and for your amazing questions. Thank you, everybody. Have a great Friday. Bye. Bye.